Oh, what a lovely day, Amy. I'm so glad that we had this chance to take a walk around downtown and grab some uh, smoothies. It's very refreshing. The weather's finally really nice. Oh my God. (gasps) What? Somebody just stole my purse. What the hell? Hey, hey, get back here. Get back here. Hey, you piece of shit. Get back here, you piece of shit. You piece of shit. You get back here. No, no, fuck you. What? What? I can't catch up. I can't catch up, Amy. What are we going to do? Wait a second. Do you hear that? What is that swinging through the buildings? Is it Spider-Man? Oh my God. Thank God. Spider-Man, help me get my purse back, please. Wait a second. That's not Spider-Man. Oh, you know who that is? Who is it? Better than Spider-Man. It's Brian A. (laughs) Swinging into our Patreon. That's no Spider-Man. That is Ladybug Man person. (laughs) And his sidekick right with them. Who's that? That's Katie No Last Name Given. Wow. (laughs) I heard that uh, Katie... uh, Went on to do her own thing. Uh, She's no longer sidekick anymore. That's what I thought, but there she is. Well, she's, you know, they're a team. They're a team. There's no one above the other. Uh, (laughs) But wow, look at them. Look at them coordinate like that. Okay. Oh, yes. They're catching up. They're catching up. There It's that guy in the red shirt. That that asshole. Yes. Katie grabbed my purse. Katie's tugging really hard. Okay, wait. Oh, and then Brian kicked. He kicked that guy in the ankles. All right. Yes. Yes. They have my purse back. Okay, here they come. Oh my God. I can't Thank believe God. we just saw that. Wow. They, hi. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I would like to press charges. Thank you so much. But <laughs> I'm so glad to see you both. Thank you. Um, I got it at Off Saks Fifth Avenue. Anyway, uh, thank you. And of course, welcome to our Patreon. We're so honored to have both of you. Thank you. Amy, do you want to say thank you to them? <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Preach. You don't give a shit about my Welcome. Uh, welcome. No, no. It's okay. <laughs> I still have mine. It was really. So I'm not really worried. It was really important for me to get it back. It didn't have money or anything, but I just bought a new roll of bubble tape and. I didn't want to lose it. So thank you. Thank you again. And welcome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was great. Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Howdy! Welcome to Hoya Podcast. Howdy, Amy. Howdy, Duty. <laughs> Howdy, Jackie. I duty well. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> I know you do. Howdy, Duty. You. Uh, I okay, Duty. <laughs> I'm so so Duty. Yeah, I'm so so Duty. <laughs> uh, I've had better duties. <laughs> Not many, but I've had better. <laughs> Uh, Amy, do you know who we talked to last night? I do. I sure do. Do you know who we talked to last night? Yes. Yeah. And who was it on the count of three? One, two, three. Wes Wes Archer. (laughs) Some of you might remember him from a little while ago, November 2019. We talked to him the very first time. He... Is, he was one of the uh, directors of animation on King of the Hill, and he's great. He also is the guy who gave us that famous delicious banana bread recipe, mm-hmm. um, and he was gracious to talk to us again last night. Oh, it was crazy. It was, it was so, we talked about so many different things. Uh, mm-hmm. We wanted to just talk, kind of talk about season three, because 
well, we still haven't done a season three recap yet. And we're like, oh, <laughs> maybe we could bounce some ideas off of Wes and just get some insight from him. But then the conversation kind of went, you know, to a lot of different places. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it touched on a reboot. Maybe we got into cannibalism a little bit and just our, you know, thoughts on that. And uh, mm-hmm. it was it was such a lovely conversation. And then by the end of it, all of the nerves I had worked so hard to suppress hit me all at once, and I just curled into a fetal <laughs> position for five minutes. <laughs> I know. As soon as we ended, I naturally bolted to use the bathroom because, of course, I had to pee. And I also peed in the middle of it like an asshole leaving Jackie by herself. Oh, what can you do? You have to pee. I was going to either piss on you or just have to leave you. And I just thought it would be better if I left her, but I'll be back so fast. But then I was, I jumped up to run and I just saw Jackie go "Ah!" (laughs) and curl up in a little ball on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) So I know I don't, I say this all the time, like it's really exciting to do these interviews and it's always, you know, a good time. And the, the people that we've talked to have always been lovely, but every time beforehand, I'm like, ah, I'm so nervous. Why did I do this? (laughs) I know. My strategy was like, I'm not good at interviewing. No matter how much I try to prepare, I'm never prepared. And the only thing I came to the table with was like, all right, if the interview is somehow going poorly or it's getting wildly off topic, I'll have, you know, a a crazy question to kind of derail things to move them back, you know, to focus the the topic of focus uh-huh. um and my like question was going to be like what would it take for you to eat a person and i was like i'm gonna put that in my back pocket i'm gonna save it and then five minutes into the zoom meeting we had just a little bit of uh a poor connection just like <laughs> cutting out and a delay and so i just immediately was just like what would it take for you to eat a person <laughs> and you could just see his face. He was like, "It's a, that's a weird question." Like, yep. And you'll just have to listen to the episode to see um, to see what he says. And the answer might surprise you and excite you. <laughs> Definitely excite you. Yeah. So thank you to Wes Archer. That was wonderful. But yeah, yeah, it was great. So, but today. Mm-hmm. We are talking rodeo days. Yeehaw. Yippee-ki-yay. Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> you remember that show, Hey Dude, from Nickelodeon? I do. Yep. I sure do. I didn't know that was the song. I can't, can't remember that, but I do remember that show. Although I didn't really, I didn't have cable growing up. My parents wouldn't get it for us. So I never really got to watch Hey Dude unless I was over at a friend's house whose parents love them, apparently. <laughs> And let them have cable. So I never really watched it much, but I do remember it because there are like some pretty hot guys on that show, right? Complete hot, hot. Everyone's a babe on that show. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Everyone. Anywho, we're talking about another hot babe, Bobby Hill. Hello. And Joseph, who's kind of a b-hole in this episode yeah. at one point. So not hot. Not hot. Just, just rude. Rude. Yeah. But before we get into that, it's time for shout outs. Shit outs. Shit them. We're going to shit them right out. We're going to shit it. We're going to shit <laughs> you it. How about the? <laughs> All right. So I'm doing an iTunes. You know, we love them. And pretty sure we haven't, I haven't read this one before, but this one is from Q-Dog20. And the subject says, great pod, I tell you what. And they say, keep up the good work. I love hearing your hilarious stories as well as your take on each episode of this truly fantastic show. Thank you very much. We will keep up the good work. Yes. (laughs) Well, well, let's just, I'll commit to so-so work. Uh, I will try to not let it dip below what it's at now, whether that be good or (laughs) mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) all right and mine is also from itunes and i'm also not sure if i've done this or if we have done this but it's a lovely review so i'm happy to read it again 
or for the first time. And it is by Jess underscore one three three four. And it says to Amy and Jackie with love. These two incredible women have been getting me through my darkest days. Wicked smart, insightful, and beyond hilarious. This podcast is simply the best. (laughs) Thank you both for your beautiful laughter and love for a show that truly deserves it. Listen, you don't regret it. Heart Jess. Aw, thank you. I feel like you've read that one. I feel like I remember you going, simply the best. Really? Damn. I, 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 but I don't know. Maybe read another one just to be safe. Okay. Well, I'll read the next one. Okay. And it's by 57821. And it says, look who's here, dot, 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 me. And it says, <laughs> new to the podcast, came across this podcast on Spotify, and I was not sure about it at first, but- quickly changed my mind. I love how often we hear that. People are like, I wasn't, yeah. I didn't know about this at first. Um, <laughs> I loved King of the Hill growing up and this podcast is a perfect way to rewatch it if you don't have time to watch an episode, which if you have time to listen to this, you definitely have time to watch an episode because it's for sure much longer. <laughs> uh, the ladies are interactive with listeners old and new like me, which is perfect in this time of little to no, which is perfect in this time of little to no contact that we live in today. Worth checking out. Come for the king of the hill. Stay for fun. Thank you. Five seven eight two one. Yay! Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Jess and five seven eight two one. And Q Dog twenty. And Q Dog twenty. Thank you very much. Very much. All three of you. All three of you. All right. Let's do this. Let's get into the episode, huh? Yeah. All right. So we are doing rodeo days. Okay. Air date, Jan 16, 2000. Bobby goes to work with Hank. Uh, They go out on a propane run out into the country. It's beautiful, sprawling hills. They end up going to the farm for one of Hank's customers. They need to refill one of the big old propane tanks out there. And we see Bobby do this great little bit with the propane tank because it was painted to look like a cow, which is very clever. And Bobby's loving it. So he's, he's... pulling out all the stops. He's going on a hilarious uh, improv session with this uh, propane tank. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, it's great. He's really good at it. Meanwhile, Hank looks over. He sees this young preteen or teen who's basically, he's training for a, a calf wrangle, which is when you, I guess, you know, like a teenagers or preteens, what they do is they go out to this rodeo and they tie like they have to chase after a calf like a small baby cow hmm. and tie it up really super fast and they want to they have to be like the first one done you know yeah. so i guess that's what the calf wrangle is and for whatever reason hank thinks that bobby would be what <laughs> should do this <laughs> right after he's watching uh, mainly because he just watched him do an improv skit with a propane tank and he's like I need him to do something that I understand, which is a calf wrangle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was put off enough by the fact that the propane tank was uh, made up to look like a cow. That was already, like, mm-hmm. enough for him. So, yeah, he's right. already over it. He, he's done. He's done. Hank and Peggy take Bobby to a, like, a, a cowboy outfitters. They go to a cowboy store, and Bobby, uh, first he comes out in assless chaps, with his ass hanging out. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. Uh, and and then, you know, when he comes back out, he's dressed in full cowboy gear and Hank and Peggy look very impressed and, and happy and just like, oh, look at our young boy becoming a young man. They all go out to eat steaks. <laughs> then it turns out, and, and Bobby is now practicing for this calf wrangle, and it turns out he's actually pretty good at like, you know, using that lasso. He ropes Bill countless times. <laughs> poor Bill. <laughs> oh, poor Bill. Um, and I love it because Hank says something. It'd be great to use a live animal, but we don't want to hurt Ladybird. And then the next scene, you see Bobby just throwing the lasso around. Poor Bill. <laughs> Any opportunity to dehumanize him. Any chance. <laughs> they don't even see him as 
a man, just an animal. <laughs> oh. oh, poor Bill. Anyway, but Bobby's pretty good at it. Him and Joseph are both really good. So everybody's like excited about the calf wrangle. The whole neighborhood goes because, you know, again, Joseph is also uh, partaking in the calf wrangle. And the whole neighborhood and John Redcorn all go to support the guy, to support the boys. And all the guys, all the kids are lined up and they all look a little, they're all taller than Bobby. They're maybe a little bit more quote unquote fit. Um, they look like they're actual like cowboys who grew up on farms and not, you know, Bobby. But then the whistle or alarm sounds off and all the boys take off running and Bobby is left in the dust at this point, which I totally feel that. I am by far the slowest person in any kind of running situation. I totally understand. <laughs> and I was always one of those people that wasn't paying enough attention. So uh, an alarm goes off and everyone starts running and I'm like, oh God, what are, what are, where are we going? <laughs> so Bobby's he's, he's, he's hoofing it. He's trying to catch up with all of them. He finally corners one of the calves and he manages to get, you know, his lasso around it and something that he didn't realize or maybe they didn't train for is that the cow's kind of heavy and he can't, he doesn't have the strength to knock it over or like flip it around on its back and tie it up. So Bobby's trying to get this calf to go down and it's just like, get out of here, buddy. I'm not, what are you doing? Get out of here. You're weak. You're weak and you'll always be weak. No. <laughs> but we, so we see Bobby struggling and he's not able to do it. And Hank is embarrassed for both Bobby and himself. And, you know, they, they feel, they, they feel for Bobby. And then of course, to add insult to injury, Joseph is naturally good at this because he's got John Redcorn's genes and John Redcorn is perfect. So <laughs> we see Joseph knock, he gets the cow down, he ties it up. He does it in time to qualify for another round or whatever he's qualifying for does a great time does a great job all of a sudden the calf starts running and the rope has been tied around bobby's leg and drags him around so it's so embarrassing not only couldn't he not not only could he not get the cow to go down the cow is humiliating him even more on top of that <laughs> and it's hilarious so bobby's being dragged around like a doll it's very embarrassing, and he can't get free, and the two clowns come out to save him. Chet and Zip. Mm -hmm. Zip. Zip. They come out. They put on this hilarious show, too, because apparently, you know, it's funny. They're being funny. <laughs> but Bobby's able to get free, and of course, naturally, naturally, Bobby is drawn immediately to the rodeo clowns. He's like, why was I never informed about this? How dare they make me do this stupid calf wrangle when I could be a rodeo clown? <laughs> Absolutely. It's so obvious. Yeah. It's so obvious. You would think that Hank and Peggy would be a little bit more cautious bringing him around rodeo clowns. Bobby is instantly like done with the calf wrangle. I'm going to become a rodeo clown. So Bobby goes after the rodeo is done. Bobby goes up to the clowns and he tries to convince them to let him come on as like an intern rodeo clown. I'll I'll do whatever you need. I'll, you know, I can be really funny. And the clowns kind of dismiss him, like, get out of here, whatever. We're not taking you on. Bobby does like this little brilliant thing where he just, he starts to walk away, and then he turns around and he's like, you know, the baby act doesn't work. Ugh. And And they're like, what? And... Bobby just kind of, he breaks it down. He's like, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Why does the briefcase explode? Like, I, I don't get it. Nobody's getting it. That's why it's not landing. Mm -hmm. And the clowns are like, oh shit, this kid knows, knows his stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay. You get some stupid clothes and you can be our in rodeo intern, rodeo clown intern. <laughs> <laughs> you child. You child. We don't need to <laughs> talk to your parents or anything. You're... Not, Just get some funny pants. That's it. They're rodeo clowns. I don't think rules apply. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby goes back and he starts preparing. He gets uh, some of Luann's makeup. He steals some of Peggy's shoes, which is <laughs> awesome because <laughs> they're so big. He takes a pair of Hank's glasses. He steals Bill's underwear, which I'm sorry. 
I don't care how many times you wash those. No. No. <laughs> no. But it works. It's one of those like old school red and white striped boxers. So those are funny. You know, you don't see those around anymore. Apparently they're rare too, right? I guess so. I guess so. And Bobby looks great. He looks like a rodeo clown. And he shows up and and obviously he keeps all of this a secret from Hank especially, but, you know, his whole family. Because even Peggy and Hank, when, when they were, like, driving back from the rodeo, they were both just like, rodeo clowns are disgusting creatures and they need to be shot. Oh, God. Poor rodeo clowns in this episode. I know. Come on. They're just trying to be, they're just trying to have a goof about. Well, apparently it's, uh, and I'm excited to talk more about it after you're done retelling, but apparently it is a truly difficult and horrifying job. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. We're, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Okay. So Bobby is, Bobby's, you know, practicing. He's at the rodeo. I don't know what it's called besides a rodeo if they're not performing. But anyway, he's there. He's at the arena, I suppose, practicing while Joseph's there. He's practicing. All the other young cowboys do the calf wrangler there too. Um, all of a sudden, Bobby is, you know, he he gets just whopped. He just gets hit so hard, kicked in the fucking head. Was it a horse or was it a cow? I wouldn't <sighs> I wouldn't specify. Okay. He he gets kicked in the head by one of the animals there. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one. Yep. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and gets knocked knocked the fuck out. Joseph wakes him up and he's like, Bobby, come on, you gotta get up. Your dad's on the way and he can't see you in these clothes, which is a good Joseph moment because he knows Hank would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, but you know, then these, these boys come along, some of the other cowboys come along and they say, hey, Joseph, I heard that uh, rodeo clowns smell like horse shit, but it turns out the it's the other way. Horse shit smells like rodeo clowns. <laughs> and and Joseph doesn't laugh at this, but he also doesn't defend Bobby, but he doesn't laugh at this point. But shortly, you know, and Hank is so proud of <laughs> Bobby's first concussion, which is <laughs> God. I love that I love part. It. I know it's so good. It's it's a very classic Hank thing. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you got injured playing a sport or doing something manly. Yep. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) One of the days at school, a little bit later, Bobby has like brought his ass pad with him to school (laughs) and he stops Dooley from beating up this other kid and he turns around and bends over and presents his ass to Dooley (laughs) and is like, have at it, sir. (laughs) Kick me, daddy. Get it. So... (laughs) So Dooley starts wailing on Bobby's ass and everybody's just like, what is going on? Why is he like wiggling his bottom and like saying, let me present you with the other cheek, sir. (laughs) And Joseph's also like, dude, stop. This is weird. So now he's seen, you know, the, the cowboys that he's like trying to be cool with. They make fun of Bobby and then. Bobby's acting really creepy and weird with this whole rodeo clown thing at school. So Joseph's like, kind of like, I don't know if I want to be associated with this. Yeah. Joseph has, you know, again, we, we've, we know that he's like rising throughout the ranks. He's qualified for like the big main event. And again, the whole neighborhood is there supporting Bobby or the whole neighborhood is there supporting Joseph. And Bobby is there unbeknownst to Hank and Peggy or anybody else at this point besides Joseph but he is in full rodeo gear. Mm-hmm. Actually, this isn't the big one. This is just like one of the final, uh, like the the semifinals, I guess, of calf wrangling. Right. So it's the playoffs. So Bobby's there. It's the playoffs. Thank you. So it's not the Super Bowl. It's the playoffs. So Bobby is there. He's doing a great job making people laugh. He's out there. It's his, it's his time to shine. He's been practicing. He's been wanting to do this. And Hank has brought a big customer with him because he thinks that Bobby is going to be in the calf wrangle and he thinks he's like I'm going to show him that I'm a family man and my son is a manly man and we're we're stand up kind of people and they're laughing and giggling and being like oh my god rodeo clowns are so stupid and pathetic oh, ew ha ha loser 
to his own son unbeknownst to him. <laughs> All of a sudden, Bill comes back from getting nachos or a, or a big old foot-long hot dog or something. <laughs> and he says, wait a minute. Those are my boxers. <laughs> Those are my underwear. And... Every, and Hank hears this and he kind of looks and he's like, what? And he says, and those are Peggy's shoes and your glasses, Hank. And and then he just goes, that's Bobby. That rodeo clown is Bobby. And this is like devastating. Hank is mortified. The client is like, ew, never mind. I'm not using your propane. Bye. Yeah, look at your messed up. It's just like the end of Cinderella when she comes down the stairs and she's like, I can go to the ball with you now. I have a dress. The birds made this for me. And then mm -hmm. her mean sisters are like, wait a second. That's my hem and that's my sleeve and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what the fuck? That is such a devastating moment. It's like watching that happen. Brutal. It's infuri It's infuriating. Oh, my God. It's so upsetting. Anyway. It's so upsetting. Watching a, a so woman Bobby, be disrobed, a child. I'm sure she's only 12, really. In a, in a violent way. In a violent way, yep. Oh, it's awful. Mm -hmm. So Bobby is now, of course, Hank takes him home. He's like, y you are not doing this anymore. I can't believe. I thought that you were doing something cooler than being a rodeo clown. What the hell? Peggy's like, oh my God, I'm embarrassed too. She finally reveals this secret that she's been keeping inside, that her Uncle Boffo was not a cowboy. Ooh. He was a rodeo clown. Oh. And she breaks down. She's like, this is my fault. It runs in my family. I, you know, it was only a matter of time until this happened to Bobby. <laughs> Are we surprised that she is related to clowns? She, you know, based on the size of her feet? I, I know. No, I feel like it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No one's surprised. <laughs> Bobby is like grounded or something at this point, but Joseph has qualified for the Super Bowl of calf wrangling. He's he's at the top tier, and Hank says you you may be grounded, but you need to go there and support your friend. We're all going, and you can see what it's like to not be a rodeo clown. So they all go. Bobby's kind of bummed out. You know, he's just feeling bad. My dad doesn't understand me, and. Nobody understands me. I just want to. I just want to goof around. I want to have a good time. I want to make people laugh. At this point, Joseph has now joined the legions of jerk boys who were making fun of Bobby, and he ends up, you know, pulling that shitty joke out on him. Like, hey, I heard that uh, rodeo clowns smell like cow pies, but I hear it's the other way around. And all of his friends are like, ha, ha, ha. and it's like, why are you kicking Bobby when he's already down? What the hell, man? Yeah, you could just say nothing, Joseph. Turd. You could say nothing. What a turd. Anyway, Joseph is about to compete, and he goes out there. He does a great job, but does a bull get loose? I don't know. All I know is that Joseph goes out there, and things go awry, and now he's not so smug. Right. And he needs help. Who's going to help him? The clowns. The clowns. But the clowns get their asses handed to them. They get knocked out and hurt, and this giant animal has now turned on Joseph and Bobby is the only one who can save him. And Hank turns to Bobby. He grabs some lipstick out of Peggy's purse and he's like, go save your friend. And as Bobby's, he's running down there to go save Joseph. He slathers on lipstick. He grabs some woman's hat. He, you know, grabs some <laughs> glasses, something. He looks goofy again and he runs out there and he distracts the animal and gets him away from Joseph and Joseph gets out safely and Bobby hides in like a, I think he hides in one of those barrels and he gets like smashed over like a, like the bull comes by and smashes it, but he's fine. And Bobby has saved the day by being a rodeo clown. He saved Joseph's life and everybody's so grateful. And Joseph is so grateful. He's like, you know, how can I repay you? And Bobby's like, well, I could use one of those belt buckles you got there. I do, I do want me one of them. Mm -hmm. And so Joseph gives them his belt buckle and they're friends again. Bobby has forgiven Joseph. And they walk off into the sunset, him and Joseph, friends again. Aw. And that's the episode. Well done. Yeah, you breezed right <laughs> through that. Oh, yeah. It was so easy to retell that one. Not, I didn't have a single issue no. this whole time. Very cohesive. 
Yeah, it was <laughs> it went very smoothly. <laughs> it actually didn't. It was terrible, but none of you will hear uh. that. <laughs> All right, Jackie. Please let me stop fucking talking and tell me <laughs> your favorite moments, quotes, all sorts of stuff. All right. Well, I do have a few. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one, we don't see a lot of Luann in this episode, but one quote by Luann uh, in the beginning when I think they're talking about going to the rodeo, uh, Luann mm-hmm. makes this comment. She says, the rodeo is cruel to animals. In nature, the bull lives peacefully with the giraffe. <laughs> that was an excellent Luann. <laughs> and the rodeo is cruel. It's cruel. Um, <laughs> uh, the next uh, quote, I like when Bobby and Joseph are kind of uh, they're new to the rodeo and they're kind of learning about it. It's their first time there. And Bobby sees somebody wearing a spectacular belt buckle and he's like, how'd you get that belt buckle? I want a belt buckle. And then this guy's just like, I won the bull ride in Tucson. And Bobby's like, wow, how'd she get that buckle? There's like a really hot, hot, mm-hmm. totty <laughs> woman uh, wearing a big belt <laughs> buckle. And the man's like, well, that's a buckle, buddy. She got that by being uh, friends with a cowboy. And Bobby is like, (laughs) hey, so even if I don't win, I could be a buckle bunny. (laughs) Which, like, of course, just horrifying to Hank's ears. Uh, I know. But uh, Bobby's, Bobby, he didn't know. He doesn't even know what that means. (laughs) Uh, And then I like that at the end, though, too, after everything gets resolved between Bobby and Joseph, uh, Bobby says, you know, I think I think maybe Joseph is like, you know, trying to figure out a way to he's apologizing to Bobby and trying to figure out a way to make it up to him. And Bobby's like, I'd much rather have one of your belt buckles, because by this point, Joseph's won a bunch of belt buckles. And Joseph mm-hmm. says, OK, but that doesn't make you my buckle bunny. And Bobby says, oh, yes, sir, it does. I know. <laughs> I love I that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Cute buckle bunny. Oh, I love it. Uh, I, of course, I love that speech when Bobby goes to he, the first time he sees the clowns and he's just like, oh, uh-oh. this is what I should be doing. After the show, he goes and sees the clowns and uh, they're in their trailers. And the first thing they see is this kid. And one of them's just like, what do you want? I don't know what your mama told you, but I had a vasectomy in 1983. And then <laughs> and then Bobby's just all business. He's like trying to say, I want to become a clown. And they're like, you can't, kid. Get out of here. And before he goes, he's just like, the baby routine doesn't work. It's all talk. When the diaper explodes, we're like, finally. Then the doctor comes <laughs> out and his bag explodes. What the heck does that mean? There's a logic to an exploding diaper gag. Kid cut a fart. Fine. Why would the bag explode? And then uh, Chet, one of the rodeo clowns, is like, we've been doing the baby routine for 20 years. And Bobby says, why does that not surprise me? You need to get out of your ivory tower and see what's happening on the street. Give the baby a giant <laughs> bottle. He can hit you with it. He can squirt you with it. Now I'm laughing. <laughs> I mean, it's just so impressive. Bobby just immediately has all of these ideas and and just ways to improve the routine. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just such a natural showsman. Show, showman. Showmans. He, yeah. Showmans. <laughs> Yeah, he just immediately is just like, I can, I'm breaking down the logic of comedy to you. And it makes sense. And now you have to hire me. Thank you very much. You're uh, just like farting for fart's sake, but like put it in context, make it make sense. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Give the fart purpose. Yes. <laughs> These are cheap laughs you're going for. Make them like rich. Uh, I like uh, when we're starting to the the clowns zip and chat kind of help to give us insight into uh, uh, what is it the rivalry that goes on between cowboys and clowns. Uh, they kind of you know they're the first ones to kind of mention it. And uh, one of the clowns zip says, "Cowboys, we save their butts when they get thrown, but they'll pull your britches." But they'll pull down your britches when you're talking to your woman. 
And Bobby says, you guys have women? And Zip's just like, yes. <laughs> I know. I love that. Part. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I, 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 this might be one of my favorite quotes from Hank uh, this episode. But uh, it's when uh, Bobby has a concussion and mm-hmm. Hank is – by his side and he's just like your first concussion now don't fall asleep son both because you could die and because i want to tell you how proud i am (laughs) 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 fuck Uh, um uh and then uh, hank kind of another quote by hank after he finds out that bobby is pursuing rodeo clown clown clowning clownistry and he says, a circus clown is just a carny who's too stupid to flip a ride switch on and off. Now you take a, now you take a circus clown, roll him on the barn floor, kick him in the head a couple hundred times, and what do you got? And then Bobby's just like, your son. <laughs> the drama. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and I, that was really the last quote I wrote down before falling down an internet hole of what do rodeo clowns do um, uh-huh. on the King of the Hill Wikipedia fan page at the bottom, it just had this little blurb about, you know, contrary to how they're portrayed in this episode, rodeo clowns actually have to be pretty strong and athletic. They can't just be like hung over all the time. And I was like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, it seems mm-hmm. like it actually would be very difficult uh, and I was looking it up, and basically, I think uh, another term that they're uh, another term that's used to uh, for rodeo clowns is like actually like bullfighter clown, um, because what they do is just so dangerous, and their job is to protect the cowboy if there's an issue. Uh, so they have to be like really fit and quick and mm-hmm. agile, and they get hit by bulls and cows whatever all the time and they'll get hit by a bull that's going like 30 or 40 miles an hour i mean it's like being hit by a car uh so yeah so it's just i i i'm glad i kind of got to look that up a little bit because if i was a rodeo clown seeing myself portrayed in this way i might be like a little bit annoyed because apparently they Mm -hmm. their jobs are really really hard so I mean, I can imagine you see them. They like when the bull is like ready to kill someone, they have to go out there and like have that bull's attention be on them, (laughs) have that bull's anger and murder instinct, which is understandable. It's got a giant rope strapped around his ball sack. It's pissed, understandably. Yes. but even still, you know, the, there have to be like, hey, you want to murder someone? Look at me. Come here. Yeah. Come get me. And then they have to like run away and jump over a, a giant fence in order to not be murdered. Yeah. Or just like get hit by a car. Right. So <laughs> at the very least. So I thought that was very interesting and insightful. And then the last thing I had was uh, I stumbled a across this thing on Reddit where um, I guess one of the rodeo clowns, his name is Zip, uh, Zip Twiley. And Mm -hmm. uh, apparently we possibly get to see this character again in a much later episode because, and I'm going to send you this picture, Amy. Mm -hmm. His name is Zip Twiley. But then in season 10, episode five, uh, we see a professor named Professor Twiley, and the episode is A Portrait of the Artist as a Young Clown. And so it seems like there may be a little tie in together, and it looks like the same person. He just became a professor, got a little cleaned up. I don't know. What do you think? Or or maybe it's like his brother, his more successful brother, oh. quote unquote, because he's a professor of clownery. Very interesting. I also, I am... Not a fan of that episode. I <laughs> am not looking forward to doing that one. Well, that's forever <laughs> from now, so. Yeah. <laughs> We're good for a yeah. while. But that's about it. So uh, what about you, Amy? Very good. Very good. Uh, let's see. I got a few. You know, of course, I love that line from Bobby in the very beginning. Maybe I'll retire out here. Tell them all to go to hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Forgot about that. That's how I. That's how I feel every single Tell day. Tell them all to go to hell. <laughs> I wrote a note that just said, "I want to learn how to swing a lasso." Ha! Yes. <laughs> that would be fun. Hank says to Bobby right before he's about to do the calf wrangle, he's like, son, you're going to be up against farm boys, but we fed you like a farm boy, so go get them. Let's see. Hank also, another good quote from Hank where he finds out, after he finds out that Bobby, you know, is a rodeo clown uh, and he had taken like his glasses and Bill's stuff and he goes, you're not only a clown, you're a thief. I don't know what's worse. Clown. (laughs) (laughs) It's clown. (laughs) It's definitely clown. Um, Another Hank quote that I wrote down, he says, this is when he's like telling Bobby, you have to go to, you have to go to Joseph's uh, Super Bowl Sunday calf wrangle. And he says, except for the cowboy and the man who straps the bull's genitals, (laughs) there's nobody more important than the friends cheering in the stands. Oh my god. Uh, and let's see. My last one. This is when Peggy is pouring her heart out and admits my uncle wasn't a cowboy, he was a rodeo clown. And Hank goes, Don't tell me, Uncle Boffo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much all I've got. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, I will say we kind of have one guest star in this episode. It's a very, very small, small part. Um, but I was looking at the IMDb for this episode and one of the rodeo kids, the one I remember like I could hear his voice. So I can hear it in my head, but I think it's uh, he's maybe the one that's buddies with Joseph and he's telling him the uh-huh. joke about cow pies and rodeo clowns. Uh, mm-hmm. That is voiced by... Andrew Lawrence, who many of you listeners may know is one of the younger brothers of Joey Lawrence. Hello. Oh. And he has also been, uh, you know, Joey Lawrence and his brothers, Andrew and the other one, have been acting, you know, since they were kids. And Mm -hmm. I think they were even on a TV show together called Brotherly Love. Um, yes. And I'm sure he's probably been in some Disney movie, made for TV movies too. And I looked up his IMDb. He's very grown up, very handsome and still acting. So mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. thought, oh, what a, like, I would never have known that was him, but how cool. Andrew Lawrence. I loved that show. I love that show, Brotherly I loved Love. I that show. Yeah. I, I can't remember a single fucking episode from it, but I loved it because all of those guys were so Same. Hot. I just know it took place in Philadelphia, the city of Brotherly yeah, that's Love. That's right. Brotherly that's Love. Right. That's right. Very, very clever. Very clever. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, interesting. Okay, cool. I'm going to have to look up those guys now, too. <laughs> I want to yes. see what they look like now. Very handsome. <laughs> very handsome. I bet they are. Uh, all right, so let's get into listener comments, huh? We got a song. We do have a song. Wait, are we doing Julian's? We have to. Okay, all right. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, do you know how to find it? Because I don't know how to find it. I have it. no idea. I don't even know how he sent it to us in case we can't find it. Julian, will you just please resend it to our email? Yes, please send it to our email. Hello at hoyapod.com. So here's... Because I, I'm not able to find here's it. Here's the song this week. Julian... Send us your song. I know you sent it a while ago, but we don't know where to find it. And please send it out to our email at <laughs> hello at hoyapod.com. Dot com. <laughs> Julian. <laughs> All right. Well, wait a second. Now, <laughs> one of the first ones I see is No Mio Mio. I love how one of the clowns is called Zipped Willy. <laughs> another, another, so many wonderful quotes by No Mio Mio. Um, just a quote by Hank. <laughs> the clown fell in some poop. <laughs> Thunder Muffin says, let's go eat some steaks. <laughs> <laughs> the real Slim Sadie 420 says, Joseph is a two-faced bitch. <laughs> well, I uh, 
there was a a a comment by some tribe and uh they said uh you know i have a weird issue with uh this episode i there's more detail in the dm so i went to the dms and found some tribe's message and it says so I got a weird issue with the scene in Rodeo Days, the scene where Bobby and Joseph are hanging out by a drive through and a dumpster. After Joseph jumps between two ledges, Bobby says, I'm not even sure Carrie Strug could do that move in cowboy boots. Carrie Strug in cowboy boots. Ooh. This line bothers me in this scene. It's not a very important little scene. It's not particularly funny or germane to the plot. I've always read this line as the writers reminding us that in an episode full of Bobby wearing lipstick and women's clothes, he is not gay. The line sticks out mm. and always bothered me because it's an episode about being supportive and understanding, but I feel that message gets undercut by essentially saying, no, no, he's definitely not gay. That's not the issue. I otherwise really like this episode because I tend to like the Bobby-focused episodes, but let me know if y'all see it that way or I'm out of my gourd. That is a really interesting perspective. I I mm-hmm. do remember uh, I watched this episode twice uh, recently, and mm-hmm. I do remember that Carrie Strug line standing. It really like stood out. Like it almost felt like it didn't fit or something, but it, it just really stood out mm-hmm. to me. And I was like, wow, that's a they're really doing a throwback to uh an earlier episode where Bobby, right. uh, you know, just expresses, uh, at, you know, that he likes, he has feelings for Carrie Strug. And here it is popping mm-hmm. up again in this episode, kind of out of nowhere. Um, and so that is a really interesting point. I wonder if that was part of why they put that in, because I could see that, I could see that being like part of the motivation to put that Carrie Strug comment in uh you know he's yeah. wearing lipstick and he's he's kind of being uh, a little bit emasculated the other boys don't accept him he's uh wearing underwear and funny clothes and lipstick and makeup and yeah and but like don't forget though I'm still like a, a straight dude when it all comes down to it right you know? right yeah not not only uh is he not one of the cowboys he's also not strong and he's you know uh, doing something that's considered like a weird thing like yeah it's i i remember reading that um message that we got a while ago because you know we put this up a little while ago and i thought that was super insightful and it wasn't something that i had even considered or thought of i think mainly because i didn't even register that line because it did seem like such a throwaway line, but it makes a lot more sense in that context from that uh, comment that we got. Yeah. Excellent, excellent point, some tribe. Thank you. All right. I got another one, Nomiomio, from Dale. It says, Cox sh- shotgun at children, untie the queen. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Film Lover says, There's dust coming out of your butt. <laughs> Delirious says, Sure, son, you can ask your mom. <laughs> Part where Joseph's like, Dad, can I do it? Can I join the rodeo? And yeah. Dale's like, sure, you can ask your mom. I, <laughs> I love that. Uh, all right, and my last one, it's a couple people. M. Mazias and Lieberg Art, roaming camera, and No Mio Mio all say, oh, Hello there. <laughs> or, oh, hello. <laughs> there. There. Eh. Whenever Bobby sees his bottom. That's right. And those assless chaps. I got to do something. That's right. Got to make a sticker of him in assless chaps. That's incredible. Yes, please. Um, And then my last one is by Blade Eggtb. Uh, B-L-A-D-E-E-G-T-B. And Blade simply says, <laughs> Rodeo Days. <laughs> That's right. That is the episode. Good job. Thank you, All everyone. Right. Good job, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All that leaves is trivia. That's right. And I've got one. How about you? I have one. <laughs> All right. Go. Please, after you, uh, after you, my dear. Okay, Amy. Yes. Why do the cows seem happy 
Oh. Because they don't know they're going to die yet. Basically, because they're not getting slaughtered. Oh, <laughs> oh poor cows. <laughs> All right. I got one for you. You ready? Yeah. How many belt buckles did Joseph get in one week? Ooh. 23? <laughs> Close. He got three. What? I thought he had way more than that. I'll give you a half a point for that because your answer did have three in it. Okay. Thank you. And you're welcome. Do you know what the <laughs> next episode is? Oh, is it Hanky Panky? It is. Oh, man. <laughs> a two-parter smack yes. in the middle of the season. This must have been around Christmas or so. No, because we're in January now. Uh, yeah. So a cliffhanger. I know. We're used to those wait. coming at the end of seasons, not in the middle. Right. Right. Right in the middle. Oh, boy. They like to switch things up. Keep us on our toes. Mm-hmm. Hanky-panky. <laughs> Hanky-panky. All right. Follow us on Instagram. Send us voicemails, please. Uh, you could call us, say anything you want, confess your deepest desires to us, uh, or just gossip about someone you hate. I would love to get into it. And oh, yeah, me too. our number is 386-530-3876. Julian, <laughs> get us that email. Resend it. Just do it. Please. Thank you. And sorry. Thank you. Please. <laughs> all right everybody until next time via con dios oh man oh yeah loud and a little strange <laughs> when you make your home out on the range <laughs> Cause you can't get her right if you can't hold on. <laughs> Sing it, yippee tie. Like the cowboys say, really good. Yippee tie. Yippee tie. Yippee tie. You better watch out for those man. Jack Rats. You better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm all right. Stopping the recording. <laughs>